Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Candy Dish Podcast, brought to you by collegecandy.com. I'm your host, Steph, and we're doing something a little different today. You probably have seen roller derby in movies like Whip It, starring Ellen Page, but trust me, this is something you need to experience in real life. Um, I went to my first roller derby match not knowing anything about the sport, and by the end, I was jumping up and down cheering. And that's why I'm stoked to have a member of the Gotham Girls Roller Derby League talking to me about the sport today. So please welcome Jennifer Dean, a.k.a. Miss Team Maven, to the podcast. So thanks so much for joining me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited because I need to know all the dirt of what's happening um, in this amazing world of roller derby. Um, What was your first exposure to the sport? Um, so a long time ago, gosh, I don't even count the years. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not long for some people in the sport, but for me, it seems like forever ago. It was 2011, I think, something like that. A friend of mine in back in New Jersey where I used to, I used to live back in, um, uh, Sparta, New Jersey, and they said, like, hey, have you ever heard this thing called roller derby? And I was like, no, what is that? And they're like, well, it's kind of like wrestling, but on skates, and I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And, was, and But she was scared to go without anyone being with her. And so she was like, you need to come. And I was like, no, that's stupid. I'm not going to come. I was a really big volleyball player at the time. Like, I've always kind of been in sports, never really good at anything, but um. But, yeah, so I was really into volleyball, and the whole skating thing sounded ridiculous because I never even skated in my life. Like, I think I put on uh, inlines at a birthday party once and just held the floor or held the wall the entire time. Yeah, And that yeah. was basically my my involvement with skating up to that point. But, anyway, she begged me to come, and then I went just to support her to, to make sure she wasn't going to get, like, kidnapped or something because I didn't know any of these people. And um, so when I got there, the coach that was teaching the practice at the time he said to me, like, you're not just going to watch. And I was like, well, I, you know, don't have any skates. I don't have any stuff. So I can't just leave my friend, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to, if I'm not allowed to stay and watch, I don't have skates to skate with. And he's like, don't worry. And he goes in his car and pulls out five, like 14 clown shoes. And like <laughs> makes me wear these shoes and like really ratty pads and everything. And here I am skating around the corner with my friend, Christy. And, like, literally falling on my butt every two seconds. I'm, like, pretty sure I broke my tailbone that day. It was just so terrible. But I have never had more fun at the same time. Like, and just feeling like you're flying while on these skates is just such an incredible feeling. And I and I was hooked. I was hooked with the culture. I was hooked with the sport. And I was just, like, I need to, like you, like, I need to know more about this. This is incredible. Um, just in general and the athleticism is incredible so I ended up staying and um I don't think my friend Christy does it anymore ever since we moved to New York I kind of lost touch with her but I don't think she does it but I definitely still do it that is so funny um I had a similar experience my friend dragged me to a rugby practice but I I did the opposite I I ran the other way I was like I'm not doing this anymore (laughs) Um, but that is so awesome. I mean, it's only been six years and now you are playing internationally. Like you went from not skating Uh, at all. I'm, I'm a hard worker, I guess you could say. And if there's something that I really want, I'm going to try really, really hard, almost too hard at times to get what I want. And it's, 
and I want to play the sport like really badly and I want to play it at a really high competitive level because that's when it's the most fun for me when like you have a lot of stakes on the line and everyone is working as equally hard as you are and it's just I don't know it's such a good feeling of accomplishment it's it's addicting it's one of the most addicting things I have I mean I haven't done a lot of addicting things uh, (laughs) but it's definitely out of all the things I've done it is I I don't even when I quote unquote retire I think I'll always be a part of it somehow like coaching the league like we have a few people in our league right now that have been doing it for like 10 plus years and they're like trying to retire but then they'll like retire for a year and then come back like it it never truly leaves your system that's so funny I didn't even know roller derby has been around for 10 years or has been popular for 10 years wow yeah, it's uh, a lot of the older leagues started about 10, 11 years ago. Like the modern roller derby leagues is kind of, you know them today. But then I, back in the 70s, there was a whole like the roller jam thing and all that stuff. But it's it's very different than what was happening in the 70s. That's for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. So cool. Um, so I know you play on a couple different leagues um, or are involved. But um, what are tryouts like for Gotham Girls? Can anybody do it, or are they looking for people who have experience? Anybody can try out. Like, you are more than welcome to come try out. Little experience, no experience, whatever. However, I will state from an insider point of view that it has become so competitive. Like, and our league skill is just growing and growing and growing that someone it's very unlikely to have someone who's never played before join the league. Um, We will definitely take people that have never played roller derby before, but they pretty much need to be already athletic or good at skating. Like it's, it's our league has gotten to a point now where we can't bring you into the league and also teach you how to skate. But we have this amazing program to do just that to get you prepped, to get you ready for tryouts. We have a we have four sessions or four series. We have like basics and beginners, like basics one and then level two and level three. And level three gets you introduction to like hitting and bouting and strategy. And the great thing about all these levels that we have at Gotham Girls is that we are literally for one and two, we're teaching you how to skate, but we're teaching you how to skate while also keeping the frame in mind of the sport as well as teaching you the way Gotham likes to teach things because they're different leagues all over the all over the world and they teach different things and different methods and different strategies. So in our basics, if you really want to be a Gotham girl, you can just join our um, like boot camps and our seminars and we will teach you how to be a Gotham girl. And I can't tell you how many people in the league were brought up through that program. That's so awesome. Definitely, yeah, it's de- if anyone, even if you don't want to be an on-league member, and you just want to learn how to skate, like, we are really awesome at teaching people how to skate. We get refs that come from there. We have, like, cheerleaders that take the basics and beginners classes, and they just learn, and then they come chill with us at, like, um, uh, what's that rink skating? Lola Star. Lola Star has the fancy rinks on Friday nights, and they're really fun. Mm. Yeah, and I love that you can get involved without being on a team. I mean, there's the cheerleaders, there's vendors that seem to be at all the matches um so there's other ways to get involved so that's really cool um can you there's tons yeah i would try to describe the sport but i think it would be better if you tried to describe the sport for someone who had not seen it before if you could do that briefly okay 
briefly, <laughs> not so short, but I'm going to try my best. Okay. So just keep this in mind. The reason why roller derby is a little bit more complicated to explain than a lot of other sports is because there is literally offense and defense at exactly the same time. Mm -hmm. There's no ball. There's no stick. There's no instrument. There's nothing that signifies this team is on offense. This team is on defense. It's all happening at exactly the same time. So that's why it's confusing to someone who's used to football, where if you have the ball, you're on offense. If you don't, you're on defense. Same thing with soccer. Same thing with basketball, baseball. If you're in the outfield, you're on defense. You're up the bat, you're on offense. Like it's, really easy and separate. Roller derby is the only sport that doesn't have that distinction. So once you get over that hurdle, it becomes a lot more easier to understand. Yeah. So the rules of the game are basically you have five players per team on the track at a time. From one of those five players per team is the only person who's allowed to score points for her team. So then you have four people who are blockers and one point scorer, which we call the jammer, and she has a star in her helmet so the audience members can tell that one person is the one person who can score points at the given time. Right. So um, when the whistle blows, each of the five members, are we go around in one direction on the track. Um, it's a flat track. I know Whip It and everything has bank tracks. That's a different version of the sport, but Gotham plays flat track roller derby because it's just easier to set up and everything. Mm -hmm. But... Um, when, the, when the whistle blows, those four blockers per team are trying to stop the other jammer from scoring any points and at the same time trying to help their jammer to score points. So they're playing offense and defense at the exact same time in a strategic manner, teamwork, where all four of them are working together at once with their point-scoring jammer going around the track. Now, how to score points is that jammer just needs to pass opposing players. So if she passes all four of the opposing blockers, she gets four points. If she passes the opposing blockers and the opposing jammer, she'll get five points. If she only passes one of them, she only gets one point. And that goes around and around. Each one opposing player is worth one point, and whoever scores the most points at the end of the game wins. Perfect. I think that summed it up nicely. Yeah. Oh, good. I've I've had a few years of trying to explain it to people, so hopefully I can. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it at this point. Yeah, I bet. I had someone who had seen it before when I went, so that was very helpful because it is very chaotic um, to a spectator who's not really sure what's going on. Um, but 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 you're mostly a jammer, correct? Yes. So you're like. I mean, I would like to block, but I got I kind of get siloed a little bit in the jamming. Oh, yeah? Why is that? I'm pretty good at it. All right. Well, that's a good reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's it like to be kind of the Steph Curry, the one who scores all the points? Oh, it's scary. <laughs> because you're the one with the giant target on your back, right? So jamming is absolutely incredible. It is like high risk, high reward. Like. Mm -hmm. When you get out of the pack and you're lead jammer or when you score all five points, meaning you lapped the other jammer, it is such a great feeling. And you're just like, yeah, it's super validating. I'm awesome. People are cheering. Because honestly, everyone notices the jammer. She's got the star in her helmet. She's like running around doing crazy things by herself. 
So like it's it's a really big high profile position, but with that comes with a lot of like I have the target on my back, right? So people are trying to hit me, they're trying to beat me up, they're like legitimately trying to stop me in whatever way possible. So that means a lot of really hard hits. That means a lot of just like aggression towards me, stopping me because I'm the one who's causing you know the team to win. And if you stop me, then your team wins. Yep. Um, I mean, there are other jammers. They're not just one jammer. We have, like, multiple per team. But it's it's still, like, high risk, high reward because you could get stuck in that pack and you could get stuck for a full two minutes and not score a single point. And that is soul-crushing. It is so soul-crushing to, like, not score a single point for your team and your jam. And you're just like, ah, let everybody down. Yeah. Or you score all the points and you feel great. And you're like, yeah, I'm doing so well. So it's just, it's such a bipolar type of position. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. And it matches my personality perfectly. So let's go. <laughs> it definitely, you have to definitely be tough to take those hits. Um, I've definitely seen a few girls that I'm like, oh my God, someone call the medic. She's not okay. <laughs> so what game did you see? I'm curious. Oh, I saw the Queens and Manhattan um last year last summer i believe Mm -hmm. yep so that was you haven't been to one since nope but don't worry i have the schedule pulled up i'm gonna go to a brooklyn bombshells game this year for sure (laughs) yay definitely (laughs) i loved it um and besides being a sport roller derby is it's like a big community it seems um and i know a lot of people have a stereotypical person in their mind but that you know would be into this sport but can you tell people a little bit about the people who are involved, you know, you know, their age, their professions? Like, is it just across the board so different? Oh, my gosh. It's literally anyone and everyone could be involved in this sport. Like, it's not – I'm sure some people think of, like, a common, like, lesbian, butch-type person or whatever, but that's not it at all. You no. know, it's literally – we have mothers, we have, like, juniors, like, 13-year-old little girls doing it. We have guys derby, roller derby. Like, I coach one of the men's teams in New York, and it's, and it's professions. Like, I'm a marketing director. We have doctors. We have nurses. We have, uh, you know, like, artists, photographers, you name it. Every single person ever. Like, we cover all the spectrums, 120,000%. It's like there's no way to like, what's the typical roller derby girl like? There's no typical roller derby girl other than they have to be somewhat insane, I think. A little <laughs> bit, a little bit of craziness to be able to, to keep up with, the, especially with Gotham, like the crazy schedules. Like I'm skating, I don't know, I'm skating like 30, 40 hours a week. Really? It's a full-time, yeah, it's a full-time job, and we have to do committee work and volunteer hours, and I have, you know, and we have to track and go to practice, and then outside of practice, I'm going to the gym and working out for roller derby, so it's literally taking, it's the whole second side of my life. Like, there are shirts out there that says, like, I can't, I have roller derby, and it's just (laughs) because you dedicate, a lot of people dedicate their lives to this. They have work, and then they have derby, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, that's not all leagues, but I know a lot of Gotham girls are. We just we're so addicted to it. It's like a second job, it sounds like. But of course, you absolutely, but one that you really like. Of course, yeah, the fun part. And um, you don't get paid, so. Well, that's the stinky part. Um, but you also have, you know, 
a real a quote real job and a life outside competing in roller derby. Um, are there people who you meet who are surprised to learn that you're involved with this? Yeah, my first my like a lot of people are like they're like you do roller derby, but you're so small. And I was like, well, I'm not that small, but they totally <laughs> expect like some big huge girl for some reason. And they're like, you must get beat up a lot. And I was like, well. Yeah, but I'm still pretty good. I hold my own. You know, like, it's very much because I tend to be, like, a little on the girlier side, a little peppy. Like, they're like, you get beat, you let yourself get beat up. And I'm like, uh, I mean, I guess. They get very honed in on the fact that it's a full contact sport. And I'm like, well, why not? You know, like, when I played soccer, that was a full contact sport. Like, but that's a lot more acceptable for girls to play. Yeah, um, I I got worse injuries and bruises from soccer sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's really cool that I know there is a men's league and men do do this, but it's cool that it's thought of as a woman's sport because it is aggressive and physical and it's not your first thought. Right. Exactly. I love that. Do you have any like good reactions when you've told someone about your alter ego (laughs) in roller derby? Yeah, it's someone always knows someone who does derby, and they always think I know them, That which is the funniest thing ever. They're like, <laughs> oh, you do derby? My friend, like, I don't know, random name, Sarah does roller derby. You know Sarah, right? And I was like, well, first of all, there are millions of people that do, I mean, I might be exaggerating, but there's a lot of people that do roller derby around the world. And second of all, these derby names, so I don't know Sarah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, do you know her derby name? And they're like, oh, no. I'm like, do you know what league they play for? And they're like, oh, no. So I'm just like, but everyone knows someone who knows someone involved with roller derby. Like, that is the absolute first thing. They're like, oh, that's cool. I do so-and-so. And then the best, the next best thing that happens is they tell their friend, they're like, oh, yeah, I met, you know, Misty Maven or whatever, and she works for me, or she's my friend, and then people find out that, like, oh, my God, Misty Maven, that's crazy. And then it's, like, it's, it's they know me, and I don't know them, and then I feel bad, but <laughs> that's, that's the next second best reaction that happens. Yeah, you did, you brought up the um, players' nicknames, which is a huge part of the roller derby community, and I think one of the first things people realize about it, um, how do you come up with a name? Uh, my name or just names in general? Just names in general. Like, do people give them to you or do you come up with it yourself? It's, it's a mix of everything, honestly. Sometimes people have a really hard time coming up with their own. Um, so they ask for help. A lot of people, I think most people come up with their own names after a certain given time. And then there's a current trend where a lot more people are just using their real, their real, um, God-given names, I guess you would say. But, um... I think it's because we are trying to take steps, I guess, as a league, WIFTA, to to make the sport, I don't want to, this is the wrong way to say it, but, like, legitimize it and to show people that, like, it's not tattoos and fishnets and beer fights and these things that you think of when you think of roller derby. Like, it's not that. We are an actual, physical, legitimate sport, you know, and we should be treated as such. So I feel like a lot of leagues are also taking that as to, like, well, let's, further seem more legitimate again that's probably not the best choice of words but gotcha. it's coming to my brain right now um by by using our real names you know to show because you know that's you don't have nicknames in other sports that people recognize 
I personally think the nicknames are fun. I think it's really cool to have a distinction between like my work life and then this alter person who's like awesome and can do anything. You know, it's it's like a confidence booster for me to like be able to perform all this and to perform really well. It's like really awesome and it feels really good. And I and I like the fact that I have like a name for that alter ego. So it's it's nice, but the way I came up with my name is I just really like P a lot and alliteration. <laughs> pretty much. Can't go wrong with alliteration yeah. ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like your Sasha Fierce side. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And what do your friends and family think of your involvement with it? Are they supportive or do they think it's a little bizarre? Well, let's just say all my friends are in Derby. I <laughs> couldn't even tell you a friend that was not involved with Derby at this point. Gotcha. Because it's been what five six years now so a lot of my friends all of my friends are were or are currently involved in derby at some point um I think at first I remember my boyfriend at the time when I first got involved with it he's like what are you doing you like have bruises I don't like them like what like why can't you play like tennis or something we are not together anymore for very obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. But that hi. was like the first reaction, <laughs> exactly, of uh, of like, oh, why can't you play like a proper girl sport? Um, my mom is absolutely in love with it. Oh, my gosh. We have a game tomorrow, and she's like already texting me like, I'm going to be there too. I'm going to be super early. I bought VIP tickets. Um, my boyfriend has like a, a shirt that he made with my name on it. My current boyfriend, who's amazing, and also plays derby. Um, and then like, so my mom is like my biggest fan. She's crazy involved with it and then just drags her husband around with him. I think, I think he's into it. He knows all the rules and stuff now and he's like kind of quiet, but he'll mm-hmm. come at the end. He's like, yeah, so what's with all those cuts and like, what were the refs looking at? And so he gets all like into it too. It's so cute. I love it. That's so, yeah, amazing. Now they're, they're super supportive. Yeah. Awesome. I wouldn't have friends or family members that like. I wouldn't be able to function if they weren't supportive of it, basically. Yeah, for sure. It's such a big part of your life, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so what advice would you have to someone who is looking to get involved with roller derby? Just have an open mind, you know, because there are a lot of um, false or, like, not exactly accurate pretenses of roller derby. The only thing I would say is that it's super fun it's the community is honestly the best community I have ever been a part of. Like I'm the, and the first weekend of May, I'm going to coach in Alaska and like they're giving me room and uh, food and one of their skaters is giving me their car to borrow for the weekend. Like, and I've never in my life met these girls. We only have roller derby in common and therefore they're like family and I'm their family and just, that's pretty much the pervasive attitude throughout the entire roller derby community. It's like, you do derby, I do derby. Oh my God, we're best friends now. Like, it's <laughs> just, it's awesome. I've never had so much worldwide support in my entire life. And that's a big, like, addiction factor. It's just like, I feel supported by literally everyone I come in contact with. And it's awesome. Um, but it's, it is it is hard, you know, like, it's not, it doesn't come easily to people especially if you haven't skated around it's a fast fast thinking sport like if you can't think quickly you won't really be able to excel until you can actually learn to think quickly and then have your body react to what you're thinking 
So it's 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 really hard to to like master, and I I don't even consider myself a master yet because it's just there's so much going on. It's insane to be able to do everything, but it's 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 fun. You're gonna fall a lot. You're gonna get a lot of bruises in really strange places, <laughs> but but having having like a whole extra family doing all these activities together is is truly one of the best experiences of my life i can say that for sure yeah it sounds great um it's it's very obvious that you are in love with it which is a very important thing and i will like i said i will definitely be attending a brooklyn bombshells game in the near future to see you in action um, what's the best place for listeners to find you and learn more about Gotham Girls on social media or websites, anything like that? Definitely our website. It's really simple. It's just GothamGirlsRollerDerby.com. Um, you can get tickets. You can look up all the bios of all the theaters. You can see events. You can look up um, the, the training, like if you want to look up basic training, boot camps, mini boot camps. Um, you can also look up, so say you're, you're a vendor and you want to sell your stuff at some of our games, you can look up into sponsorships and when the games are, especially like food, we're always looking for food vendors at events. Um, we're always looking for sponsors to help us out with the league. Cause again, it is a not for profit. We have our 501 or 503 C. Mm-hmm. I, I should know what the, what the non-for-profit we have, but we have one. So a lot of, um, companies use us to, and support us through that, which is amazing because we don't make any money otherwise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so our website for sure. And then we also have Instagram, Facebook. Um, things are live streamed on our Periscope channel and also Facebook Live. So even if you can't go to the game, a lot of times we'll have it live streamed on Facebook so you can at least get some part of the action. But I'm telling you right now, it is no substitute for actually being there. Just the vibe and the roar of the crowd and just the food and everything. It's just, it's such an experience. Everyone needs to go to a Gotham Girls home team game at least once in their lives. Like, Amen. Sure. Amen. Amen. But even if you're not in New York, at least you can tune in and see what's happening. Um, so that's great. And I mean, the Twitter is also super active. I follow that and they give updates during the games, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so everyone better check that out. Um, thank you so much for chatting me with me. I like learned a lot and I can't wait. Now I'm pumped up to go to the next one. Um, so thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope I was helpful. <laughs> you were, you were great. Um, and thank you to everyone for listening. Hopefully you found that as fascinating as I did. Let me know exactly what you thought on Twitter. You can find me at Steph Petit, S-T-E-P-H-P-E-T-I-T underscore. And make sure you follow College Candy across all social media. Until next time, everyone, have a good one.